not ready the space economy is not ready for pencils what if wood is introduced god forbid a martian sees a ticonderoga and has to realize what ethan allen did all to all of those soldiers i'm just gonna let you talk that's how this show works i keep talking until <laughs> i hit staring at until me I like hit i was the supposed to respond to you what was i supposed to say Good job, Ethan, referencing Ethan Allen like a champion. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show podcast where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. And the other one's chewed out by their girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get yours. You'll get yours. Uh, Where was I? I don't know. How dare you? Now I have to pull open you the script, and the I never co-host. do this. I'm the co-host, uh, Ethan. I'm this is the other know. co-host. <laughs> I'm Wes. I think this, this is, is officially our... our sloppiest start to the show. We've had worse. Oh, I think the, the last episode... Joe's? Yeah. You dropped it all over your mic, you nasty man. That's not real. Oh, it happened. Oh, my gosh. He had to buy a new mic. That's why he had to buy a new mic? Mm-hmm. Mid-recording. Write that down in our fandom wiki. (laughs) Rigoletto. (laughs) Our webmaster. And I believe soon-to-be replacement, right? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. It could have been me and Brandy, but no, it's Brandy and Rigoletto. Like I said, I want to see these two have their first conversation together recording <laughs> i believe the reason you and joey pulled very low is because i you thought host... brandy said that i was cl- close runner Com- up. comparatively yeah you got third place yeah so i was a close runner up don't hang me along with joey well uh i think it's because you both host your own podcasts and our fans didn't want to lump that responsibility on you no do you want me I'm to share a, the poll results that credit no we're good okay what happened what hmm uh anyway what? last week was what, what why are you <laughs> jumping ahead i didn't even know this poll existed until we talked to brandy <laughs> all right Wes, go ahead and share the poll results oh okay so for those who don't know and for those who uh we don't know because uh, there's a handful of you that we imagine listen to this podcast regularly and we don't know who you are or why you're listening really um the it's most likely because they knew brandy and they decided to stick around in case she shows up again yeah. in which case thanks for coming back uh i just randomly one day when i was in the staff bathroom at one of my schools tweeted out uh, which of our guests should replace us? Top two take over the pod. Brandy came in first with nearly half of the votes. Uh, Rig- and all of those votes came in early, too. <laughs> Some people are just stalking our polls, waiting for us to mention Brandy. 
Then uh, Rigoletto came in second with 27%. And then Kira was leading in third, but by the end, it looks like she tied Joey at 14%. Oh. It's not because I have my own podcast. It's because they know that I'm unavailable because I am your girlfriend. (laughs) Brandy is also unavailable, but she's neither of your girlfriends. Fair enough. Let's do a quick sync. Three, t- three, two, one. You did that to me yesterday. Kira is mad that yesterday on her podcast I clapped after her. Yeah. For her sake. Were you a guest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Wendy Wu. Oh. Wendy Wu. Is it, on she's the, the one who, uh, she's in Sweet Life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Friend of song. You Friend mean Macaulay song. Culkin's baby mama? Mm, yeah. Hell yeah. He oh, gives f- a big mmm to that. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted the kid from getting even with dad to grow up. It's a pretty natural transition to Nanny McPhee. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. We were quizzed on it last week. and I was not there because I was busy and I have a life. We slandered you in your absence. Good. I deserve it. I'm a slanderous human. Mm-hmm. You canceled. All right. Uh, just like several <laughs> characters. But I'm not even playing Garfield. <laughs> I'm normal. 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 I'm Odie. I want to be Odie. Odie doesn't give enough. Odie okay. the OG. Odie the OG. I want to be Arlene. No. Is that the sexy cat yeah. with the big lips? Long mm. neck cat, yeah. yeah. Nanny McPhee! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I asked, why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? Okay, I didn't write down either of your names on these quizzes, so I gotta figure out. Real Mine is in Facebook Messenger. You can just go to Facebook Messenger. Yeah, but I, I wrote it down on my quiz so I could just tally up the score easier, but... uh, I mean, I know I didn't do well based on my Okay, I know which one it is. Okay, so Ethan's We said... haven't decided what we're doing with Kira's score. Are we adding it to yours, Wes? Is that what we said we would do? No, we're just going to give Kira her own score. She can predict what her final score will be, just like Joey did in our (laughs) previous season. We will, of course, extend the guest's honor where you can predict your score after you've received it. Yeah. Uh, Ethan said uh, he hasn't seen Nanny McPhee uh, because he just... I don't think I even wrote it down. I think all I wrote down was Nanny McPhee. (laughs) I think you just haven't seen it because you know what this movie is. (laughs) And you know what? I'm pretty sure I said because it's ugly. It's really ugly. It's so badly directed. (laughs) Hey, save it. They don't get to know how we feel about it till the end. I don't know. They can only surmise it by your tone. And even then, smile. It's like you're meeting with your extended family. Ah. We get to talk about it when we're in the car. 
I have a very large extended family that all they do is talk over each other. So if I said something, I don't think they would really be able to hear me. <laughs> Fair enough. Kira, I thought you were going to say something like, what do you have to say about my extended family? <laughs> he doesn't even remember anybody from my extended family because there's too many of them. He doesn't even remember your own extended family. They're all white people. No, they're not. <laughs> all of them. Every single member of my extended family is white. Your large extended family is your mother's side. That's what you think. Debatable. We've talked about this. <laughs> Nanny McPhee. Kira said she didn't see this because kids like... There were there were kids in Stoughton that liked this movie and were annoying about it. Weird. What did I actually say? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's shocking. No, when this movie came out, I remember being, you know, however old I was and just like... The amount of kids that were like, have you seen Nanny McPhee? And I was like, no, I haven't. They're like, oh, well, it's my favorite movie. You should see Nanny McPhee. You should see Nanny McPhee. (laughs) Nanny McPhee. Um, Yeah, and that also happened with Nardo. Uh, so that's why I never liked Nardo, the, the anime, because they were just the worst kids that liked it. What about Baruto? Uh, (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm too old now. I don't talk to those kids. Wes has actually gotten big into Boruto. Hey, it's a my knowledge of manga huh. has just exploded being a school teacher. No, you mean your knowledge of anime? Yeah, literally. Ugh, I don't want to even get started. Uh... <laughs> off pod. Off pod. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon so you can hear Wes begrudgingly talk about anime and manga. <laughs> Or just my students. (laughs) (laughs) You also said it wasn't at the movie rental place. Yeah, so shout out to the old movie rental place in Stoughton, Wisconsin called the Movie Gallery. It was rad. Mm. It was a... I don't even think... I don't know it was a chain, but it was like a blockbuster that was, you know, off-brand. And it was rad. It had... uh, Had great stuff. I know exactly uh, where it was, too. I Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Uh, it's like harder to describe where it is. It was in a strip mall. Yeah, like a couple uh, blocks away and... from Pizza Hut. Yeah, it was like down that same road. <laughs> it's in the same strip mall that the Papa Murphy's yeah. is in. <laughs> I don't even know what it is now. I could look it up. No, I want to know. This but... episode, of course, brought to you by Pizza Hut and Papa Murphy's. <laughs> but it was great. So I used to rent like. I used to rent Miyazaki movies from there, The Chipmunk Adventure, which I now own, Cats Don't Dance, which is amazing. Cats vs. Dogs. These were all underground cartoons of the time. Cats vs. Dogs 2. No, never seen it. Cats vs. Dogs. Dogs vs. Baby Geniuses. Cats vs. Dogs 3, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. (laughs) Stop. Is the Papa Murphy's even still there? Rip rip the papa murphy's no it's still there okay what is it now well what is it's uh i can't believe the chinese food place is still there what is tabby and jack it's apparently a pet supply store but i don't know if it's the same tabby and jacks if you're listening and you want to sponsor us we will gladly take you on we have so many but we'll fit you in it just they took over like two of the locations like not two of the locations but two of the storefronts because the movie gallery used to just be this tiny corner 
Please show me a little movie gallery. Rip, I miss you, movie gallery. Anyway, that's the movie gallery was closed uh, <laughs> by the time Andy McPhee came out, or it was dying a slow and sad death, and that's why another reason why I never saw Andy McPhee. Because my dad, my dad bought a lot of movies, but he didn't find Nanny McPhee. <laughs> uh, Kira, you accurately predicted that she becomes beautiful. Uh, stars. You told me that. <laughs> yes. You told Don't us... tell him. He'll take your points away. Yeah, but I remember. Did you remember? No. No. <laughs> you know, in a, the Mary Poppins episode, you were talking about how the love made her beautiful, which I don't think it's the love. I think it's the <laughs> she she her ego got so large that she was like, "Well, I'm hot now," and she lo- like, "Oh, I'll get into that later." Uh, you actually predicted the stars of it being Emma Thompson and Thomas uh, Brody Sangster. Brody Sangster. I didn't realize how many of the people in this movie were in love, actually. Because those two were in love, actually. Colin Firth was in love, actually. Uh, kind of The a guy prequel. who played the priest at the end, Adam Godley, he was in love, actually. None of them talk to each other no! in love, actually. Actually, the principal, the, Adam Godley might talk to Thomas Brody Sangster, there's one other person I think who is in love actually. You're thinking of Mike the TV's dad from That's Adam Willy Godley. Wonka. You're Adam Godley. The person I was literally just talking about. You're thinking of the donkey. Um I am thinking of the donkey. <laughs> oh, how dare. Imelda Staunton was in it, which who I love dearly, who was uh Umbridge in Harry Potter mm-hmm. and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, that's who that is. Yeah, I love her. You say actors' names like I know who they are. I I'm explaining it to you now. Yeah, not when I was watching it. I did, and you did not hear me. I was engrossed. <laughs> Understandable. Oh. Uh, you also said there'd be bad effects, and it has a sequel. You got the full point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ethan said this is spiritually like Mary Poppins. Uh, it stars Emma Stone, so then you corrected to Emma Thompson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is, at one point, a donkey in the house... <laughs> it's still not allowed inside <laughs> mcphee is secretly beautiful it's a little different from becoming beautiful but i'll give it to you they essentially treat her <laughs> ugliness as a costume <laughs> yeah. and i'm convinced she was just wearing a fat suit it wasn't long weight loss <laughs> she- we, yeah. we never saw the transformation, like, with the wards. Well, yeah. I think she when just she's took it in off. Her, hot, her, her final hot form, she's also, all of a sudden also skinny. Like, her final transformation goes from, like, 20% transformed to 100% transformed. Right. And we don't see it happen, so which makes me think she just no. unzipped it and took it off. <laughs> took off her prosthetic shed, tummy. Shed her skin. She misses Doubtfire herself in the bathroom. Of the kids stumbling upon the dead skin that Nanny McPhee has shed. Oh. It's a husk. She molts. No. Uh, Ethan also said uh, the movie is largely about behavior and finding the beauty inside. Yeah, it's, it's true. Whatever. That's <laughs> sure. very true. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. So you both uh, got a point. Uh, what are the five lessons Nanny McPhee <laughs> intends to teach the kids? 
You know, I don't even remember the answers to this anymore, but I know I just, neither of you really got it. I missed it. at least one when we were watching it, because I was trying to, because they're all spread out over the movie. She doesn't say them all at one time. And she she teaches them through the most convoluted means. Uh, well, it's not the lessons itself, that uh, it's the lessons they learn from the lessons that are important. <sighs> but I think I I think I've memorized them. Lesson one, go to bed on time. Yeah. Lesson two, wake up when you're told. Lesson three is to get dressed. I feel like that's the same. It's in the same one as the wake up. Mm-mm, it's after because that's the one with the animals. Lesson four is oh shit. Do what you're told. Lesson five is. Lesson four might be do what you're told. No, I thought the the dress up one was do as you're told. There was the, the the fourth one was about listening. No, lesson five is listen. No, lesson five, lesson four was when she was inside talking to Colin Firth, and she was like, "They've learned to listen." Okay, lesson I five, got it. She says like offhandedly and then leaves. <laughs> Number one, no, was is this the book or is this the movie? It's the sequel. <laughs> okay, I think I have it. Uh, lesson one: They will learn how to say please and thank you. Lesson number two, they will do as they're told. Lesson number three, they will learn to dress on their own. Number four, learn to listen, which was really meant for Mr. Brown. Yeah. And lesson number five, be prepared to face the consequences of one's actions. Oh, right. Uh. <laughs> Oh, great movie. Those were not the same num- numerical order, though, which I do take no, I think issue they were, with. they were the same numerical order. Listening to it back, that sounds right. I guess the only way we can prove it is by watching the movie. I'm not watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching it again. Spoilers. I'm not watching it. I feel differently than you do, though. You'll see. <laughs> Ethan said that uh, the first lesson would be that they need to learn how to be humble. <laughs> they need to learn how. I mean, <laughs> they need to learn how to use their inside voices. They're gonna learn how to play with marbles. They're gonna learn how to speak up to injustice, and how to rely on family. In the grand scheme of things, I'm a little bit correct, Here's but thing, I didn't get humble, any individual. The lesson. humble one, though, saying please and thank you is being humble. I don't know. I, I I side with you on that one. I gave you a big old goose egg, but. That's fine. That's not surprising. <laughs> I was 100% correct. <laughs> Kira, you said Fight Club. Uh, beauty. I have to pull up these damn rules again yeah, yeah. so I can compare. Rule one, don't talk about Fight Club. I gave you, I gave gave you a half rules. point, Kira, and I don't know oh. why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've got my answers. It was Kira, Fight Club. So. Beauty is uh, within... Uh, three was witches. <laughs> four. Okay, no, I put here. Four cleanliness before no uh, cleanliness. No, wit, three was witches before bitches. Four was yeah, witches <laughs> before bitches. Which I think we need to unpack. <laughs> cleanliness is close to godliness, which I think I gave you a half point for because getting dressed on your own. It's it's yeah, close. That's involved. And then he said Fight Club again. So you got a half yeah, don't point. Don't talk about Fight Club. You got to, you got, Danny McPhee knows her priorities. 
all right. So, what must Cedric do by the end of the month to keep his aunt-in-law's money aflowing? Ethan, no, uh, Ethan, you said he must get married because he has a deceased Ooh. wife. I gave you a point and a half. Down. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Thank I you. better get a half a point for mine. You said sell the children. <laughs> You got zero <laughs> points. No, I should get a half a point for that she because does. because the aunt tries to take one of the children. And so by the end of the month, he it must... wasn't a, a monetary transaction. <laughs> it very much was because she wasn't going to be giving him any money if he didn't give her one of the children. It's a huge plot point. <laughs> but it wasn't one of his children. It was supposed to be, and she it thought it was. To be. Get get the pity quarter out. Get the quarter out. Right. I'll give you a quarter point. Jiggling my bag of change. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was an addendum. Mine was the addendum. <laughs> what are the... He's so mad. He's so mad he had to give up a quarter. <laughs> what are the several physical changes Nanny McPhee undergoes in this movie? I, did I answer this one? I don't remember yes. what my answer is either. Uh, Ethan, you said she would become oh. unwarted. She would develop. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she would develop good posture. Her That's hair color true. would she change, would and it would just be an overall makeover. So I gave you a point. Yeah. Thank you. I will take it. <laughs> Kira, you said love makes her beautiful. She gets skinny. <laughs> Her hair goes long and her knees become weak. I was confused by that last. No, that's not what I said. I said, I said, I said something about love makes you beautiful. Skinny, hair long, knees weak. Oh, I did not add any okay. grammar to that. I was just she listening it skinny. all off. She does get skinny and her hair does become nicer. So <laughs> not long. I gave you, I gave you a point. Um, yeah. Main thing is that it's supposed to be ugly to beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that was your main idea yeah <laughs> it's worth talking about <laughs> it's such a weird aspect emma thompson's never unattractive oh. <laughs> at any point in this movie oh man i would love to just go to town <laughs> uh, all women are beautiful especially nanny mcphee at the beginning of the movie I don't like you saying that because now I'm looking at myself in this camera. Stop. (laughs) All right. uh, What is one stipulation for Nanny McPhee's employment? Uh, Kira, you said she can't eat food. She cooks her own meals and that she's afraid of poison. I don't know how that one's a stipulation. Definitely afraid of poison. (laughs) If you will hire me, I must be afraid of poison. I said she has to cook her own food because she's deathly afraid that someone will poison the food that she is given. With ivy? What? I think Wes got poison ivy out of something. No, no, I, didn't I said say just poison. poison ivy at all. Yeah. Oh. No, we're just hearing things. Yeah. I thought she was she's demanding, gonna put poison ivy in like she food. was coming into the situation with a dangerous lack of fear <laughs> around poison. <laughs> no, she is deathly afraid of poison. Okay. 
And I got a full point because that's correct. Uh, you got zero. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is one stipulation for Danny McPhee's employment? Ethan said, "Dad, <laughs> Dad must never talk to her. <laughs> uh, she must never be paid, and she must clean up after herself." That's more than one stipulation. <laughs> I got chances. Yeah. They weren't multiple. I didn't get chances. Well, you got three chances, but your third chance was afraid you took three of poison. Shots. <laughs> no, that was all wrapped into one. It was one plus it's the too explanation. Late. You've seen the movie. You both got zero. <laughs> also, so Wes, what is the real thing that she she requests? She has to get Sunday afternoons off. Yeah, so this is a direct rip from Mary Poppins, who's like, I have to get the third Tuesday of the month off. Like, uh-uh. I'm sitting there like, are you kidding it's me? It's not a riff. Yeah. Because it's Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to sit here and tell me that you enjoy your Sundays as much as you enjoy your Tuesdays? Kira, those are different days of the week. <laughs> they are. I would much rather have a Tuesday off, because Tuesdays, no one's doing things. Things are easy to get done. But Nanny McPhee also, has to. Tuesdays. Nanny McPhee's a devout Christian. <laughs> she, if she she's must a devout Christian, church. she would go to church on Sunday mornings. Also, what is the point of her having Sunday afternoons off? Like, all it does is have that one plot point. First of all, I think that she has really to go to an afternoon church because the priest wants her <laughs> to be kind of separate from the rest of the congregation that's when she gets laid she's that's stinky laying time. <laughs> she's off at church getting railed by the priest during afternoon service or she's in a meth house <laughs> that's the body of christ uh, all right so uh kira you're walking away from open-ended with one and three quarters points heck yeah <laughs> And Ethan, you're walking away with, uh, what was it? That's two, three and a half points. Hmm. All right. Multiple choice. What does the, what, what does the brown children's nanny at the beginning of the movie claim they have done to her? Uh, I mean, the correct answer is they convince her that they've eaten the baby. Yes, that is the correct answer. I still think that the one I chose is way, way worse. Like, if someone, if they actually (laughs) did that. Both both of you selected option C, gave her a wedgie she can never unfeel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing, like... Nightmare. Like kind of like laugh lines like there's a permanent crease <laughs> added to her butt cheeks she what? just had permanent whale tail underwear but it's not actually a thong <laughs> it's like deep granny panties you can see like them bunched up like the deep v they were granny panties now but no longer <laughs> you got a thong now grandma. that's a g-string it used to stand for granny panties <laughs> Grandma string. Grandma string, yeah. I pulled my gram strings. Uh, Which means my snap to Granny's thong. (laughs) Which is not a barnyard animal. Anton Law Lady Stitch mistakes for a human. Kira, you said pig. That is the first animal she mistakes for a human. And Ethan, you said dog because you claim dog is not a barnyard animal. (laughs) <laughs> Here's the 
here's the thing. And I though. get two points. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't really see the dogs though. Like she doesn't. The dogs just kind of like walk by at one point. I think that's just the fault of the camera work. The terrible direction <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> I think it's supposed to imply that she does see them, <laughs> even if there's no reaction. The correct answer, of course, is that sweet ass donkey. Uh, what did you? Want? I thought the correct answer was cow. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, it was cow. Cow, no cow, cow in the movie. I just wanted to talk yeah, the about donkey the donkey. Is the main offender? Yeah. So, what do you, what do you all think about the donkey? Donkey's doing Fortnite dances in the front yard before they were a thing. This is the terrible effects that I was talking about. Donkey doing the Fetty Wop. <laughs> doing the floss. <laughs> um. Yeah, that donkey looked so bad. So bad. <laughs> it was so scary. <laughs> oh. right? I saw it, and all of my memories came flooding back to me. Like, yeah, that's the reason I didn't watch this movie. Oh. That donkey is the sole reason why my brother and I watched <laughs> this movie. We saw it in an ABC Family promo, and we're like, okay, we're watching this. I will say, so that scene is... Uh, got a lot of angela lansbury who i love and i think she does a really cool job with this movie because of the way she's like she manipulates her face mm-hmm. so much like she keeps her like mouth all the way up to the side and she has like this prosthetic nose she's great i love her shout out listen to the podcast angela we love you yeah mrs potts come on the pod come on the pod <laughs> anti mame uh and yeah and the bonus question was yeah the donkey is the most unsettling character <laughs> of Donkey. course. Donkey. Definitely the most unsettling. It does DreamWorks faces. It does. Yeah. <laughs> the donkey does the same smile that Donkey does in Shrek. <laughs> yeah. He's like sheepish. It's unsettling. <laughs> so scary. What is the magical item that Nanny McPhee uses to cast her magic? You both got this one correct. It is a crooked yeah. cane. I almost. I was gonna be so mad if it was an umbrella. I was gonna be livid. (laughs) I was trying. That's. I was trying to get you with that one, Kira, and I was trying to get Ethan with a pair of golden gloves. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, you just infuriated both of us. (laughs) Which is a recurring joke in this movie. Uh, Ethan got this one wrong. Uh, He said that it would be Nanny McPhee reminds the children she could always decide to eat them. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's just, it's cyclical because, you know, they pretended to eat the baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, taste of their own medicine. Uh, But Kira got this one right. Nanny McPhee abruptly appears in rooms and claims that she has knocked. It wasn't the seduce the dad. You oh, said no, I you... did. Oh, I said it's a knocking one, but I deeply wish yeah. it was seducing daddy because who doesn't love that trope? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, the entire time we were watching the movie, I was like, dang it. I think it's the seducing <laughs> dad one. I thought the I thought her, her delivery of I did knock was No, that was fun. Time. I liked that reoccurring bit. I thought it was it was well done. Yeah, I would say it's really the only laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't tip your hand, Wes. Don't tip your hand. It's only fair. 
How does the... I like the kayfabe of this podcast that we adhere to any formula <laughs> at all. <laughs> How does the movie end? You both went with... Uh... <laughs> you both went with the ending to Bicentennial Man. <laughs> oh, that is the ending to Bicentennial Man! What? No, it's not. In Bicentennial Man, he's a full human, and he dies. But That's the end of Bicentennial okay, Man. But uh, towards the end, he sees the one of the children he was taking no, care of. No, he starts. He dates? <laughs> no. He dates and marries All his, I, okay. his, the, like, no. I've seen Bicentennial Man <laughs> hold on, so hold on. much. Let's not it's played see. by M. Beth David. She plays Miss Honey in Matilda, which you guys just let's, watched. And she not. gets old as well. And then Robin okay, Williams is doing this whole I thing relate. about how he... Let's <laughs> not feed the fires of the Bicentennial Man discourse. I guess my next movie that I'm coming out for is Bicentennial We've Man. We've both seen it. But you don't long. remember it. <laughs> So I've got to do the deep dive questions. Look, we're sorry Bicentennial Man doesn't end I the way we want it movie. to. I hate that movie. My dad and my sister love that movie so much, or they did when I was a kid. And the amount of times that I had to watch Bicentennial Man, there are scenes in that movie that are burning in my brain, and I get them mixed up with, with Mrs. Doubtfire. And sometimes I watch Mrs. Doubtfire, and I'm like, wait, where's this scene? And then I'm like, no, that's Bicentennial Man. Thank God, throw it in the fire. Uh, anyway he accidentally so it, takes it, off too much face <laughs> there's a robot well I, no, I think about this part where he's like talking to Emmeth Davids and they're sitting there and she's like oh would you like something to eat and he's like I have no stomach <laughs> that's an earworm in my head constantly whenever someone's like do you want something to eat I, my brain always immediately answers with I have no stomach because he's a robot, but he just has an outer shell of human. Very hip-hop granny line. <laughs> so the answer that uh. Ethan and Kira selected that is not the end of Bicentennial Man is a flash-forward scene where Nanny McPhee is the youngest child on their deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still wish this movie had. The correct answer is Nanny McPhee walks away in a green screen winter scene. It's so bad. You can so see ugly. the green outline. Oh. <laughs> it's so bad. They gave the effects department like 25 <laughs> minutes to work on this movie. I say they gave him like $25. And I was like, yeah. I'm surprised this wasn't the first movie that they released a patch for instead of Cats. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, This I, was the norm. This was a, the norm for movies like this. I need a big... Nanny McPhee fan to put out the <laughs> 2.0 patch for the movie. It was a Snyder cut. No, they need to do the Dear Evan Hansen patch where everyone looks younger than they are. <laughs> Colin Firth's character is actually a child. <laughs> and the baby is Benjamin Button. Uh, oh. <laughs> true or false? There is no incest in this movie. I did say true. I don't think there's incest in this movie. Unless you're saying that um, Colin Firth's first wife was somehow related <laughs> to him. Here's the thing. Because I said it was cousin bit. marrying cousin. We don't know that that's wrong because they both refer to Angela Lansbury as aunt. She calls the, the, the his dead wife her niece. 
but we never learn if he's actually not her nephew as well because why would he keep giving why would she keep giving him money i don't know there's probably cousin marrying we i i stand by it there is no incest in this movie there is an <laughs> implication that the the aunt thinks that uh at the end he's marrying one of his daughters uh and you know what hot there's cousin marrying and it's gonna buy it it's old england jolly old england where everyone marries the cousin i don't think anyone is denying that there was cousin marrying. <laughs> <laughs> coming from a family that you know descended from arkansas i'm allowed to say coming this. from parents who are cousins uh i think <laughs> coming from someone who is a cousin uh <laughs> cousin coming from cousin subs this offends me as a cousin i identify as a cousin as a cousin of a cousin i am offended <laughs> as a cousin of a hot I'm cousin no I find... <laughs> uh... who's all right everyone say the name of their hottest cousin on oh, three <laughs> one, i'm two, not gonna do it one two three me me <laughs> Cousin subs. One of my cousins was a model, so like I feel like I have to say him. Well, they were, so they're not too hot anymore. <laughs> he looks exactly the same. He has not aged. It makes me feel very bad about myself. Aged out of modeling. <laughs> he didn't. He quit because of the industry being a terrible place. Doubt it. Industry's great. <laughs> True or false, Nanny McPhee gives the children smallpox to teach them a lesson. They both said false. It would be something... Okay. I was so close. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said false. It was chicken pox. Yeah, you said it would be it something close. more benign. <laughs> Which it was. But barely. <laughs> I, it was, I was wrong. I can see that I was wrong. But, oh, I was so close. <laughs> I, was, I was very wrong. Why did you get angry at yours? I know. He's mad. So what was the disease? <laughs> Measles. Yes. Uh, Yo, that measles juice <laughs> that she makes them drink. It's you, like flubber. It it's is. like black flubber. <laughs> Which is symbiote juice. It is symbiote juice, yeah. <laughs> she makes them eat venom. Daddy it's all coming McPhee. together. <laughs> you need Daddy McPhee. <laughs> I must have brains, Daddy McPhee. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me to the children so that I may eat their brains this is so funny and their me. chicken I've nuggies. Seen, I've definitely seen either of the Venom movies, so I get these references. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, oh, yeah, in Lobster Tank, but uh, that's about all I know about Venom. Put me in the Lobster Tank, Nanny. You didn't go to see Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. In the- <laughs> I actually went the first time. When I bought two bought tickets. tickets. He, uh, yeah, I took the first ticket. Uh. Um, Ethan actually bought it for me and forgot, so he wasn't really stupid. It was nice and endearing. For this holiday season, buy buy your loved ones a ticket to Venom. Let there be carnage. Will that even still be in theaters? Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. There'll be one theater. We'll have one showing a day. Art houses. All right. Do you two remember what Nanny McPhee's Creed is? I'm so mad about it. I could have sworn that was from the Mary Poppins book. The Mary Poppins one is uh, 
is I have to leave once the winds change, which is very similar, but a lot headier. Cause she's basically like once, once the children have, have changed and once they no longer need me, that's when I must leave. So of course the writer of Nanny McPhee or, or take Nurse out the metaphor. Yeah. Make it made harsher. It super late where it's like, <laughs> if you, if you need me or if you, if you need me, I must stay. If you want me, I must go or whatever it is. Just to teach those kids that they can never hold on to anything that they want. <laughs> like their Nanny, fucking dead mom. Nanny McPhee <laughs> is just Mary Poppins with zero nuance. And stinky. And also, <laughs> Nanny McPhee's not mean. The book Mary Poppins is really mean. <laughs> but the magic is better. Uh, beg to differ. Uh, true or false, Nanny McPhee's. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the Beasle juice? <laughs> I wouldn't call that magic. I would call that alchemy. I didn't see no gold. Uh, Nanny McPhee <laughs> sleeps in a completely unfurnished attic. Uh, that's true. I don't remember what I said for this one. Kira, you said true. Ethan, you said false. Damn. It I is furnished. She it is, is furnished. She can just decide when it is furnished. We do see <laughs> at one point she's sitting, she's lounging on that one chair. Just because it has one chair and one table does not mean that it is a furnished apartment it means it has one furnished room does nanny mcphee sleep no i think okay here's my theory when we saw the kid walk into the attic and all he saw was the cane i think nanny mcphee's just a cane i think her spirit's (laughs) she's a projection of the cane What if she changes forms because she looks different to every observer? Maybe on a planet of canes? (laughs) (laughs) She was propelled from her planet (laughs) to where she was needed. She's an alien. She's not a witch. No. (laughs) All right. Argument settled. True or false, there are over ten dead bodies in this movie. <laughs> I think there's just the one, right? What dead bodies in this? Oh, right. that right. He's a, he's a mortician, I forgot. And it's just never addressed. <laughs> no, it's talked about a bit. I feel like it's barely addressed. He steals a dead man's wife, or at least attempts to. Yeah, but it's always just like... I would have liked to have known why he's in the mortician game. Okay, here's the thing. I can I can I can give you some insider information on what it's like to be around morticians having dated a mortician for 3 years. It's not Ethan. Uh, <laughs> You've dated other people? They just it's just a regular job. Like it's just their job. They just kind of go, "Oh, well, got to go deal with this today and that's it like it's not like i'm a mortician because my grandfather's grandfather died yeah this movie was just normalizing morticians yeah do you think your ex wanna, wants to host the show no no <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh i would get his mom on here i love his mother shout out to enrica she's great so ethan you said false so you got the point but Kira, you said false. There's at least twelve, so I'm giving you <laughs> half a point. <laughs> uh, the children stop their dad's wedding by pretending there are bees. 
<laughs> I said true. I know this because I went true. Oh, behind. Bees. And Ethan also said true. You both got the point. It's probably one of the dumbest. Yeah, I'll hold off. So uh, <laughs> and it's like he's he he has this epiphany moment about it too where he's just like <gasps> bees. honestly i thought there would be a point where nanny mcphee's magic or like some latent magic in the air would make it real and like everyone would start seeing bees no so or that nanny mcphee would cast the bride and all of her uh her guests to the like an underworld why wasn't her weird CG veil just a giant veil of bees? I don't want to talk about the weird CG veil. <laughs> that was the creepiest thing I've ever seen. It was bad. It was rough. On to the screen grab. One of my favorite runs of scenes in the movie where... Uh, so bad. Colin Firth is essentially uh, being mistaken for making very aggressive sexual moves on... You better have given me at least some semblance of points for getting that he was trying to seduce her. Yeah, I gave you half a point. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I wanted. I definitely got zero. Uh, Ethan, you got one point. You said... For no! ample bosom? Uh, Colin Farrell is pressing the... You identified what was <laughs> happening. You got a half a point for that. It was the same thing, reason why you got half a point, Kira. You identified what was happening in well, the scene. What did he get the other half a point the for? The other half a point is that the scene's creepy. It is a creepy scene. No! No, no you is. don't get to put emotion I said that the point for That's it. the point of the show. Okay, so you <laughs> roasted me. You roasted me for not listening to your show when I listened to every episode of your show. You never listened to a single episode of my show. But I wasn't allowed to put my emotions in because I had to type out my words. I wasn't allowed to say how I felt about it. I was just allowed to put the, 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 the what I saw, what I thought. I was saying that the scene itself would be creepy. I was not allowed to say what I felt. No one said you weren't allowed to do it. I've never played the game before. I've never played it. You've played my <laughs> game before. That was your second time playing my game. Uh, chalk it up to experience. Chalk it up to you're a dick. Chalk it up to I'm an asshole. Kira, for some reason, when you're yelling like that, it sounds like, uh, what's her name? What's the, what's the cowgirl in Toy Story? Joan Cusack? Yeah. I did that on purpose because <laughs> I loved Joan her. Cusack. That's how I actually, I, I, that's my, my route to perfecting my Joan Cusack impersonation because I love her. I just have to get her accent, which I don't understand what it is because she's from the Chicago area, but it's not lisp. really. Yeah, well, she does the kind of like teeth lisp. Hmm. That's like the the like retainer lisp. Also, everyone needs to watch Adam's Family Values because she's the best in that movie. I love her. I just love Joan Cusack. Adam's Family. No, Adam's Family Values. She's not in the Adam's Family. Yeah, the rap the new Adam's Family Adam's movie. Family. No, absolutely not. Don't watch <laughs> that movie. That's pure capitalism. We are in late stage capitalism. Our economy is crumbling. <laughs> <laughs> So, wrapping up Nanny McPhee. <laughs> uh, I was robbed. I was robbed. That's the robbed. point of this whole thing. Is I was robbed. I was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for it now. <laughs> uh, so, before we, I reveal the scores. I lose by half a point, I swear to God. Would you rewatch Nanny McPhee? <laughs> 
No. It hurt my eyes. This movie was directed so poorly. I couldn't focus on anything, and the colors were so saturated. And this director has only directed, like, four things, and one of their other things was, like, a sequel, or, like, one movie that had a sweet sequel, but they only directed the first one, and now I can't remember what it is. Ah, uh, while Kira looks that up, I'm also gonna say no, I would not rewatch this movie. You? When you were done, you were like, I'd rewatch that. I... And positive about everything. <laughs> no, you're not. Kirk Why, Jones. I might rewatch this once. One more time. <laughs> oh, he directed My Big Fat Greek Wedding, too. Awesome. That was a successful <laughs> And movie. What to Expect When You're <laughs> Expecting. So, strong track kind record. Of in his wheelhouse. Doing a good job. Didn't even direct <laughs> Nanny McPhee, too. <laughs> he told Just the story he wanted to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wes, would you rewatch this movie? Uh, I think I might. (laughs) (laughs) I think I might. (laughs) It's such a bad movie. This is very much a movie that has, yeah, tiny little terrible things that you like. I want it to be worse. Like, I want it to, I almost want it to be an even worse Mary Poppins ripoff where it takes, because it takes a lot. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. But I wish it, I wish it went even farther. It was just like. Yeah, and Nanny McPhee can talk to the baby, but nobody else can talk to the baby. And the baby can talk to animals, but nobody else can talk to the but animals. Book shit now. But then we wouldn't have well, the, the thing CG. Is, Nanny McPhee tried to get away with a bunch of stuff because it took from the books, which it the movie didn't even really take from, the, the Mary Poppins books. But if only she could talk to the baby, we wouldn't have the, the wonderful scenes of the CGI baby mouth. Oh, I'm very aware. <laughs> I'm very aware of that. We gotta look who's talking. We gotta. <laughs> we gotta shred. I just like the idea that this baby was in on all of these tricks and pranks. Like she was like, "Yeah, I'm here for this joke," and it's you. like you're a year old. <laughs> Nanny McPhee was gonna make him kill that baby. Uh-huh. She was. It was one of the first things she did. I was behind that. I was like, "Whoa, way to threat, way to ratchet up the stakes." They never got that high again, but I did like that. Well, I would say the measles thing is pretty severe <laughs> take on. <laughs> they weren't gonna die though. Like that baby was gonna boil alive. <laughs> Fair. As someone who lost a bird that way, <laughs> as someone who's lost a baby that way. Um... <laughs> So, as someone whose cousin was boiled alive. <laughs> my hottest cousin was boiled alive. That's why they're the hottest. <laughs> Would you show this movie to a kid no. you're babysitting? No. Why not? If 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 it was Okay, here's the thing. If it was a movie that the parents were like, "Okay, they they can't stop watching Nanny McPhee." <laughs> Only if it's like their forced. movie that they're obsessed with. Like I loved No, like I was like that cuz I used to rewatch Frosty the Snowman on re- on repeat. And uh, so if it, like that was their movie, I'd be like, yeah, sure. I'm not going to deny them Nanny McPhee, but I'm not going to go out of my way to go. Hey, kids, you know what movie's really fun? Nanny Got McPhee. It. Actually, so I say this because in my podcast, which is called Decal Mission, and I host it with my it's best It's not friend, time for oh, plugs. Uh, yeah, too bad. Uh, <laughs> um, we actually like when we're doing kind of our overall uh, like test of time ranking on it. We I I kind of gauged as would I show this to a kid that I'm babysitting? Like, is this something that I would pull out and say like, yeah, let's watch this? Or would I go absolutely not? I don't care if you cry. We are not watching this horrible movie. Looking at you, go figure. Would you put Nanny McPhee in that category? 
I would put Andy McPhee in kind of the like middle category of like if the kid begged to watch it, I wouldn't say no. If I was able to choose a movie, I would not choose Nanny <laughs> McPhee. That's the same category. Like, if a kid brings up the DVD, first of all, kudos for having a DVD <laughs> of Nanny McPhee. Um, yeah, they can watch it. Um, I'm not going to pay attention. Yeah, that's the thing. But I can have it on. I think it'd be fine. I think I would show it. I think I would show it on, like... A day where I have to show just, like, some mindless movie to kids at school. And I would just be like, mm. whatever. I'm going to yeah. make you watch Nanny McPhee. I would do it to a group I I don't care about. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that I agree with as well. Okay, well, my question is, you have three movies to choose from that you get to show a child. Okay. Nanny McPhee, Mary Poppins, and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Which one you choose in the show? Those Nanny kids, McPhee. and these are kids you like. These are like these are like <laughs> no, these are kids you like that you want to spend time with that you you are close. And to. I have to see them again. And you have to see them again, yeah. And you have to sit there and watch it along. You, you are like strapped to a chair, and you have to watch it. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, so long. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't know. I feel like. Probably Mary Poppins for me. I think I might choose <laughs> That's great, though, because I would choose Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I love Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I used to watch it on repeat all the time. So, And by repeat, I mean like I'd watch it like a couple times a year. But I had to watch it twice in a week, and I was fine. It's, o- it's only three hours long. Yeah. It's got great. It's got bangers music. Mm-hmm. And it's got the Duke riding a horse made of metal. It does have a robot horse. <laughs> That you fuck to propel you forward. You have to wait so long to see him fuck it. <laughs> but the payoff is it's a slow big burn. payoff. You're edged the whole movie <laughs> until you see a robo horse fuck. I haven't thought of it like that. Uh, finally, I will give Danny McPhee a rating of not good on my scale of not good, fine, good. <laughs> good. Okay. Okay. It's not good. What are our scores? Oh, that's right. Yeah, what are those Ethan? Scores? Got ten and a half, his same score for Matilda. I swear to God, if I got ten, I will choke you out. Kira got seven and three quarters points. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I was just saying if I got t- uh, half a point less than Ethan, I was going to choke Wes out. So. Well, good luck. You can't find me. Well, you don't I know where I am. I got I more am. than a half a point. I'm in an undisclosed location. I know exactly where you are. You're in your apartment. <gasps> Takara would rat you out in I know a that second. I saw your cat. <laughs> she would. Um, All right. Well, should we wrap it up? This half? We still have another half to record. Next up, Nanny McPhee 2. <laughs> uh, Kira, thank you so much for coming on. Um, Are you talking about Coco next? Yeah, I'm talking about Coco next. I just, uh, everyone should watch Coco in Spanish because the Miguel is amazing and his voice is beautiful. Anyway. Uh, yep. So we're gonna take a quick break. Here, do you have any? Do you have anything to plug before that you have? No, I'm good. Yeah. I already plugged it. Mm. I'm good. I already did it. We'll bleep it. This is my podcast. My my podcast is called Decom Mission. I've talked about it before, but our our mission is to find all of the hidden morals in Disney Channel original movies. That's what sets us apart. Uh, and it's very, very fun to try and figure out what Disney is trying to <laughs> ingrain in the children of 
our generations and and moving forward. What's the lesson of Halloween Town? Ah, uh, listen to your kids. Oh. Because the mom doesn't trust her kids. Okay. Someone and, should uh, and listen. And the grandma to doesn't trust her daughter, so it's all about oh, like it's about you know, generational trauma. Offspring. It's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's all the Halloween towns are like that. Halloween Town High is that racism is okay. Pretty much. <laughs> oh God, oh, Halloween Town no. High is so <laughs> No, okay, so I, uh, I'll tell you about the episode. Listen to the episode. We'll yeah, talk listen about to it my Halloween Town High episode of Decommission. You'll understand. There, it's a mess. Anyway, um, enjoy, enjoy your cocoa quiz. I'm gonna go make some cocoa. I'm not gonna go make some cocoa. I'm very warm. Okay, it's hot. You can open the door. No, you said the air quality is bad. It's true. It is. All right, uh, <laughs> we'll take a short break. We'll be right back with cocoa. Bye. Bye. And we're back. We're back with Venom. We're back. It's Venom. Uh, we're talking Coco. Hot Coco. And I'm going to quiz Wes on it, starting with... Wes, why haven't you seen the movie and what do you know about I it? you're going to say something like, starting now. What am I... <laughs> <laughs> starting now. This is the first timed quiz that I'm doing with Wes because I don't want to deal with him anymore. Cut the bullshit. Um, I haven't seen Coco because I haven't seen, I've only seen one Pixar movie since Inside Out. I don't even know if Coco, I think Coco came out before Inside Out. My Pixar viewing over the past 10 years has been sporadic at best. Once they started going downhill, uh... After Toy Story 3, I kind of just stopped watching. So, I know Coco is supposedly a good movie. I uh, just haven't seen it. Along with a lot of other Pixar stuff. What do I know about it? It's about Dia de los Muertos. Uh, and it's supposed to... I think there's a weird amount of overlap with uh, uh, that weird jamie fox movie that came out i forget what it's called <laughs> they're both dealing with the same kind of topic death what happens when you die of how like what is the soul uh oh like what what do you leave behind that sort of thing um it's uh sure. i think a girl it's a girl or a boy is character. It's definitely on the gender One binary. The other. <laughs> yeah, it's Pixar making a bold move by having a main character on the gender binary. Openly so. Um <laughs> And they can play the acoustic guitar. They're skeletons. <laughs> All right, he's gotten to the point where he's just saying words. Skeletons. <laughs> trying to get the Candles, vibe. Candy. He's, he's doing a mind map. Skull candy. <laughs> and uh, skull candy headphones. <laughs> I knew it. All right, I'll give you that because I ran out of space. I won't torture you anymore. Uh, 
Great. So the next open-ended question, describe the process of the dead coming to visit the world of the living. Uh, it's spooky. I'll give you, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> You're saying the Day of the Dead is a traditionally spooky event? The, the, no, I, I think just the scene where we see the dead come back is chilling. Write okay. that down. Any particular reason <laughs> why it's spooky? What uh, sort of imagery makes it spooky? Well, you didn't write down chilling. You can't really you just... Write down chilling. <laughs> you know what? I did not write down chilling, so I'll put that down right now. That's another point. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you can actually get five points for this question if you just use adjectives and don't <laughs> assign any <Fun>. nouns. <laughs> um... <laughs> Spooky, chilling, but also fun. <laughs> fun. Can't forget about that. Movie. <laughs> um, I think what's chilling, fun, and spooky about it is um, we see the skeletons kind of climbing. Like in a lot of um, Latin American countries, uh, graves are like above ground. And I think we'll see like kind of the... the tomb open and the the skeleton hands come out but what's fun about it is that they they like pop their head up and they're like i don't know they have i don't know maracas or something i don't know i haven't (laughs) seen the movie (laughs) you know how dare how dare i impose this on you we've been doing this for Almost two years. How dare I ask you questions about movies you haven't seen? You're asking questions that you like, <laughs> like I should be an expert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. What is banned by the Rivera family? So it's, it's the main character's family uh, in the movie. And why? What do they ban? I'm going to say music. Um... Why? You know why they ban dancing and Footloose? <laughs> conservative. Cons- why did they ban dancing and community values? <laughs> uh, but I'm also gonna say because this movie's a lot about family, I'll say that uh, someone in their family at one point was a celebrated musician and uh soul soul was the other movie soul i was gonna <laughs> let you get to it on your own just like soul there's there's music in it too i think uh I, yeah they banned it because it was like hey this guy was good at music but he's dead now and so is the music but there's no like positive or negative connotation associated with that person other than the fact that they died negative connotation in that you know how dare he leave us okay. how dare you leave us on this mortal plane you should have killed us all <laughs> that's my eulogy <laughs> that i deliver it should have killed us all <laughs> We miss him dearly, and he should have killed us all. (laughs) All right, and the final open-ended question. 
Who or what is Coco? Oh, excellent question. You have, of course, <laughs> seen the movie. My first guess is that it's the kid. Second guess, skeleton. Third guess. We're all Coco. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how right you may be. <laughs> e coco es la familia. E coco es el mundo. Coco means family. Coco means no one gets left behind. All right, multiple choice number one. ¿Qué hace la familia de Miguel para trabajar? A, son músicos. B, son mecánicos. C, hacen zapatos. Or D, hacen, uh, what is this? Letras de, uh, I can't remember. They make greeting cards. I'll say C, the shoes. Okay. Sounds good. What if I just did this whole quiz in Spanish? I would say we're going to lose all of our English speaking. (laughs) (laughs) They will riot. Just like half also, of them I think did our Spanish-speaking listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people would be mad that my Spanish isn't good enough to do that. I think most people would be mad by me implying that half our listeners <laughs> stormed the capital. <laughs> were insurrectionists. Sorry, they were protesters. <laughs> they were Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple choice number two, how does Miguel try to get a guitar for the talent show? Miguel is our main character. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not Coco. Coco. (laughs) Rivera. (laughs) He's going to say skeleton. Uh, How does he try to get a guitar? A, he finds his great-grandfather's guitar in the basement. B, he breaks into a crypt. C, he builds his own guitar. Or D, he borrows a guitar from a mariachi. B, I want to see him break into that crypt. He'd and love we to see, see the fucking crypt keeper. <laughs> the crossover that Disney has been too cowardly to give us. Spoilers, I predicted he would be in it, Ethan. Years ago. Uh, multiple choice number three. Which Mexican slash Mexican American artist plays a recurring role in Miguel's adventure? Okay. A. Frida Kahlo. B. Diego Rivera. C. Carlos Santana. Or D. Charro. I was hoping one was George Lopez. Um. <laughs> you know what i should have put george lopez i'm sorry i left out the correct answer just cgi well and alive george lopez mr electricidad uh i'll go with oh yeah you haven't seen shark boy no, have, no. have you i know of him in that movie i'll say a frida Frida. Frida, baby. 
Frida to freedom. Uh, and then uh, a little bonus question: How do they feel about Miguel? Fine. I mean, they know he's. They know Miguel's a good kid, but they're just like, eh, he's he's vanilla. He's one of those kids that's just like. Mm. Take him or leave him. Sometimes you forget he's right. there. Even fails to leave an He'll impact. Be successful, but like mid-level <laughs> manager. <laughs> He'll be the manager of uh, a Great Escape yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Do they still have the? Is Great Escape still a thing? My cousin was a manager of a Great Escape. I don't think I've ever been to a Great Escape. <laughs> They're weird. It's like uh, hot tubs right next to pool tables. It's the house that you want. It's the house that your rich rival character has. Uh, Multiple choice number four. How does Miguel get into... Oh, my God. Kira, who's... What's Buzz Lightyear's... What's, What's Spanish Buzz Lightyear's name? No. Oh, uh, Ernesto de la Cruz. How does Miguel get into Ernesto de la Cruz's big party? Is that the bonus question? No, this oh. is the multiple choice question. How does Miguel get <laughs> into Ernesto de la Cruz's big party? The <laughs> options, which I was uh, building up to. A lot of suspense on that one. More, <laughs> more patting myself on the back for remembering his name. Because I did write it down as EDLC, expecting I would remember. Uh, Ernesto de la Cruz's big party. A, Miguel gets in because he's family. B, uh, he gets in because he wins an undead talent show. C, he sneaks in with the band. Or D, he's alive, and that's just cool. I'm going to say sneaks in with the band. Okay. And then the final multiple choice question. What kills Ernesto de la Cruz? A, chorizo. B, a bell falls on him. C, old age. Or D, he was hit by his own tour bus. I feel like Pixar is going to do something fucked up like D, so I'm going to pick D. Hit by that tour bus. And it's going to have the fucking car's face on it. Mater killed him. Well, I got blood on my hands. <laughs> lightning, lightning! We gotta hide the body. Why, why won't the Why won't the blood wash off? <laughs> out, out, damn spot! Ah, <laughs> oh, please show me Mater as Lady Macbeth. He's under the floorboards. <laughs> <laughs> Never more, never more. (laughs) (laughs) Lawrence, the cable inspector, if you are listening, please. Or if you're on Cameo, let me pay you to do (laughs) famous poetry. Uh, Moving on to true or false, number one. 
uh, all music in this movie, including background music, is organic, and you can see the people who are playing it. This is true or false? Yeah, this is true or false. I'll say true. Okay. True or false? Hector died from choking on chorizo. False. Okay. What do you think he died from then? Um, being humiliated. He was bullied to death. He was canceled. <laughs> because what is cancellation if not being bullied? If someone calls me out for doing a bad thing, they're bullying me. True or false, Miguel's dog, Dante, can only speak in the realm of the dead. Interesting. Very interesting. I will go with true. True or false, dead people can die. Yeah, might as well. Alright, you've unlocked my second bonus question. What's that like? This one actually was uh, requ- uh, based on you getting it correct. Um, You know, it's shocking okay uh, uh thrilling and um you know it, it gets it gets it's the really job bad. done like shooting a horse out <laughs> back it just has to happen just like shooting a horse out back you, it, you just gotta get the job done <laughs> gets the job done the job okay. done of killing all these horses i have too many of them <laughs> so many <laughs> horses you really you really have to deal with that if you need my help just lend me your second shotgun and i'll help you out it broke all i have is a fork <laughs> it takes so long <laughs> you're gonna have to be like the blue moose guy on tra- happy tree fence. <laughs> No. I think about that so often. Why did you bring that back to me? That's a core memory for me. <laughs> like inside out. <laughs> now I want to see like Amy Pollard hold up the sphere where you're watching Happy Tree Friends on YouTube. And Lumpy is using a spoon to try to shatter his femur. And it has like the inside out theme song going the <laughs> And he puts the block of wood in his mouth. Somebody make that. Uh true or false, there are two instances. Of someone being booed on stage. While they're coming on stage. Yeah, sure. And I'll say it's the same person. It's a Spongebob episode Is it deserved? Mm-hmm. And then the final true or false question. At the end of the movie, 
the big bad becomes one of the most hated people on earth sure why not let's have a villain who isn't redeemed <laughs> but instead, instead okay. descends further <laughs> all right and then i will go ahead and text you the screen grab <laughs> is this about to be a core memory of mine? <laughs> I'm just sending you the video of Lumpy cutting his leg off. Okay, this is Skeleton Frida Kahlo, is that what her last name is? Frida Kahlo. Yes. So I was right. She is hugging a face. It. It. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take a big swing, and you know, you're gonna need to take a I'm lot of them. I'm gonna take a big swing, <laughs> and you know, I'm confused by this answer as well. I think this is a large Buddha. Okay. I think. <laughs> uh, I think. In the afterlife here in Coco, they're going to establish that Buddhism is the only correct religion. <laughs> okay. And uh, these, and this teardrop coming out of Buddha's eye is just a crocodile tear. He's trying to be like, oh, I'm so sad for all these other religions, but it's just crocodile tears. He's He's fine with it. He doesn't give a shit that all these other people were believing something else. Alright, where does this fit in the grand scheme of the movie? I think this is during some music performance. Um, Frida has her eyes on the stage. She seems to be sneaking um so i think maybe she's doing something covert she's maybe trying to gather intel okay all right i'll take it because i'm out of room again so that is the quiz on coco uh it is quite good in spanish but uh you can still watch it in english it's it's fine um I, I still like both. Uh, it's available on Disney Plus, believe it or not. I do. Pixar is a Disney company. But not for long. Not if I have my way. You have billions of dollars at your disposal all of a sudden. <laughs> Soon, Pixar will be an Ethan Jesse subsidiary. And you'll be breaking it down and selling it for parts. I'm going to make only Pixar NFTs. <laughs> and we're going to make randomly generated images of sad Woody. You're gonna... I would say if I bought Pixar, I would sell every computer in the studio. I would sell it. <laughs> I would sell them all. And I would say first... Okay, we've done this. We've done computer animation let's take things back to basics flip books 
will sell individual <laughs> flip books. On post-its. Cuts costs. <laughs> Low overheads. Sure, staffing is going to have to go up a lot. And I'm cutting benefits. Well, of course. It's animation. It's basically non-union yeah. at that point. Long hours. And I'll make an unreasonable release date for my flip books. And then keep having to push it back (laughs) (laughs) and then eventually you'll release an unfinished one and maybe you'll patch it you'll keep promising to patch the flip book (laughs) it gets stuck on pages 253 and 254 you've been listening to the game show we ain't seen nothing yet the current score is Ethan 21, Wesley 12.5, and, and Kira 7.75. You can follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can also follow Ethan at Powerful Goose, on Letterboxd at eGeese, and you can follow me on both platforms at Baby Wesley. Remember, You can't patch us. We're broken and we always will be. You need Nanny McPhee. (laughs) The person you need is Nanny McPhee. It's Nanny McPhee. The person you need is Danny. Danny. The person we need is Nanny McPhee. (laughs) Daddy. (laughs) Goodbye.